Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. And um, welcome to episode 80 on season three. And we're excited about that. Uh, we are in August. So we have a few more months before we will be wrapping up this season. And it's been amazing. And each season gets better and better. What we have coming up, guys, it is called The Father, The Mother, and The Son, The Circle of Life. And I think you're really going to enjoy this. Um, we are here. We are in a time of the rise of the feminine energy in alignment, in balance with the masculine energy as well. So this podcast is about balance. It's about harmony. It's about unity. It is not about, um, you know, women coming into power and overriding the masculine. It is not about the masculine trying to keep the feminine energy down. It is new energy here and we all have to make the adaption to it. So it is about unity. I think everyone is really going to enjoy it. We, you know, we researched some, you know, some ancient texts and scriptures. And um, I think that it's at least going to pique your curiosity for you to do your own research and go further into how that resonates with you and in your own life. So check it out, guys. I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. Hey guys, welcome back to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is Janie, Charlo, and Russell Bruce. Hello out there, everybody. So today, guys, we want to talk about the balance in relationships. We also call it Mayat, which Mayat is uh, basically an ancient Egyptian principle of balance and harmony. Um, there's seven principles within my art, so, but we, we really want to talk about the balance and harmony. And we want to talk about what that is for women within themselves, for men within themselves, and then coming together and how we can, we can do that efficiently and effectively so that we could build strong families. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about women, of course, because I'm a woman. And there's so many things that over the last couple weeks, so much information I've come into, things that I've always felt within my spirit and within my body, but have come into the texts and the ancient uh, scriptures in regards to it. And it and it's... um. Like they say, the truth sometimes will piss you off, but it, it will also free you at the same time. So Russell and I, we have been studying some ancient scriptures um, from the Nakamadi Library. Um, also just some ancient scriptures, one in particular, the secret gospels of John. And these were left out of the First Testament. But if you get some time 
try to research that and research who Barbello was. Okay, and just real briefly, uh, it has a lot to do with the Trinity. And this was left out of the First Testament. Okay, so it has a lot to do with the Trinity and that in in equal light, it's mother God, father God. So we have lately been known the Trinity as the father, the son and the Holy Spirit. But where is the woman? How have we created life over all this time with no mention of the woman? So you will understand who Barbalo is and how this all makes sense. But anyway, um, as I researched, I have come into, you know, the ancient scriptures that it is mother God, father God as one unit, you know, an androgynous being. So in that, I want to talk a little bit about how women over generations internally, we have always felt we need to do this. We need to do that. We've been told by countless men, y'all need to do this to keep a man. You need to do that. You need to do this. But something internally have always somehow we knew that we were in our own strength, but somehow always had to fight for that, that, uh, I want to say that position in equal, in equal position with our male counterparts. So we're going to go more into that. Um, but it has a lot to do with creating that balance within. But if you don't understand that that is your birthright to be in equal balance with the male, then it could cause a lot of pain and just up and down and torment within the soul and the spirit of a woman. And in turn, that will really cause some some issues within the family, children and the relationships. All right. So let's talk about the, the male from there. Or even if you want to talk about Mayad a little bit, Russell. All right. So we see today that relationships seem to have what I heard this one brother say, we have relational malnutrition, like marriages and relationships are starting to just crumble. And, you know, it just almost seems like men and women are becoming allergic to each other. And I think, you know, society as a whole is changing. We see the financial system changing. We see the the government's crumbling around the world. We see a, a change of guard where women are coming into power and uh, people of color who were once the downtrodden are, are rising up to power. But a lot of people aren't paying attention to what the changes are in nature that are actually bringing all this about. So when we speak of Mayat, uh, once again, we're going to just concentrate on you know, harmony and balance, pretty much all the seven principles are kind of tied into that synonymously. But like Janie mentioned, you know, we, we hear Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? But when you go back and you start reading ancient texts and you study the ancient Kemetic or Egyptian uh, history, 
you'll see that the original Trinity was the father, son, and the mother, or the father, mother, and the son. And really, it was just showing how through the masculine and feminine principle, you produce a child, which is how you generate life and continue that circle of life. I mentioned this one time before, you look at the movie Lion King, perfect example, you had the father, mother, and then you had the son who was the king or the hero or the Heru who comes at the end, you know, cause we're all on this hero's journey, right? And you'll see this played out in, in nature, you know, in the, the animal kingdom, there's always the masculine and feminine principle to produce offspring. So when we, we, we look at these religions around the world, you know, we refer to God as he. But if you go back in antiquity, it was not always that way. We had patrilineal societies, matrilineal societies, some where women were held at high, high esteem, others where they were subjugated. But as time goes along, you'll start to see why. So uh, some of these ancient scriptures that we've been reading, I could see now why they were removed from the uh, canonized versions of the Bible. Like the King James Version has 66 books. The original Bible, the Catholic Church had 80. So there are 14 books missing from it. But then there's all these other scriptures over the years that have been unearthed. Uh, in particular, the, you'll hear of the Nag Hammadi scripts. Those particular scripts were unearthed in 1985. They've been validated to be true. Most of this information can be found, you know, online. You know, some of the more popular ones. Once again, the one Janie just mentioned, the secret books of John. Then you also have the book of Mary, which was Mary Magdalene, who Jesus confided in and gave many of the secrets. Then you have the book of Thomas. You know, and by the time you get done reading all of this, it will bring the other scripture to life. And it will also give you a different respect for women in spirituality and also give you a better understanding of the suppression of women leading all the way up, say, to the Salem witch trials, all of that. So we can go ahead and move on so I don't get too long yeah. on that. And we're going to bring it and how it plays in to more current times. Yeah. So with that being said, please research um, what we just mentioned because it'll give you your own perspective. And again, this is all about what resonate with you, but I'll tell you as a woman, it I have always known myself to be um to know things that were not maybe obvious, right? So I, sometimes I call it a little bit of wisdom, you know, um but the books when I read it <laughs> It was like, wow, this this sealed it for me. So let's talk about how we can better serve each other, how we can better serve women and how we can better serve men um, so that we can be in balance. All right. As communities and as families. 
so I want to first say that, you know, I, I see so many men speaking and, and I mean this in all due respect and I mean this in love and in unity. I see so many women, I mean, so many men speaking on what women need to do, okay? How women need to carry themselves, how women need to dress, how women need to, you know, act. When in this lifetime, they are not experiencing this life as a woman. You are not in the body of a woman. You're not having the emotions of a woman. You're not having the feelings of a woman. You don't have the burdens of a woman. And a lot of times, if you, you know, is some women, you'll see them in forums or social media, you know, they're, they're trying to, you know, tell men, hey, this is not blah, 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 blah. But, and those women come off as maybe masculine, being seen as, you know, they're being masculine. But, when I when I read the text, it almost uh, it almost saddened me because generationally women have been truly suppressed, whether it has been domestic abuse, whether it's been, you know, the lack of uh, making a certain amount of money, whether it's not being able to hold certain positions um, and we just kind of just took it right when it has really been kind of i guess the whole it has been put it has been taught it has been programmed to us this way and so it's no fault to even the men or the women right because people followed the bible and in the bible it has been taught and put this way you know, and this is what we have been using to raise our families. And when there are so many things that have been left out of the Bible, we have not been given all the information and we have literally formulated our families, our lives, our careers, according to information that was that that is not fully the truth. True. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's lacking. So you get some men who have a false sense of superiority over women based upon the fact that, you know, God's referred to as a he. Then also in scripture, you know, it states that, you know, pretty much the, the woman should bow down to the man as if he's a lord. And, you know, a man only has to answer to, to God per se. Right. But, you know, I could go on and on. With, yeah. With this and one. that's going to be another podcast. Yeah. Right? Because there's some things we have to break down, because in those ancient texts, it even talks about the five things that the feminine part of the mother, father, God, you know, of the Trinity, the five things that she she kind of was bestowed that she had bestowed on her, which is wisdom for knowledge uh, everlasting life and a few other things. So it will, we'll have to break it down. But I think before we move on, I just want to say that, um, we may have to feel the wrath of the feminine principle and we may have to understand the wrath and heal the wrath so that we can move forward. I really want to say that on a collective, uh, on a national and cosmic, you know, dimension, because 
it there's every right for the wrath of the feminine principle principle to be here right now. That's all I'm saying. You know, and we can see that playing out with Mother Nature. It's playing out. Mother it's playing Mother out. Earth. It's playing out, guys. And uh, and just just do your research. Go look into some things, and you it will all make sense. You know, and like they say, if you have ears to hear, hear it. Eyes to see, then see it. But it is there, and just let's help heal the feminine wrath. Let's not continue to suppress it. All right. And, and let, let's keep this in perspective. We're not saying that women are supposed to rule the world. And men are supposed to be down licking their heels. And no, it's balance. Like it's about balance and yeah. bringing that God and goddess energy back to where it's more balanced. Because if, if we look at the world right now, it's been in the hands of men and We've pretty much been at war since the tables have turned, you know, and like they said, if you look at some of these countries that men totally dominate women, you know, like say some of these Islamic states that are extreme, you know, where the woman's covered from head to toe, she can't even look a man in the eye, she can't hold any position of power, you know, and all she's left with is rearing children and taking care of their home. If you look at those countries, they tend to look like bachelor pads. You know, they're they're not beautiful places to be. And that's the way the world's starting to look. So let's talk about the masculine principle. Um, what what exactly is needed on the <sighs> masculine side uh, to maintain balance with the feminine? You know, I, I think there's there's several things that need to be happen happen. You know, not only you know has the man been held in like this false position of authority over women. Like like for example, let's back up a little bit. If you look, if the Trinity originally was father, mother, son, right? And then there was an attack on the feminine principle to where it switched to Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, right? Which kind of pushed the woman into secrecy. Now you have a situation where you have the rise of the feminists. And there's a difference between feminism and feminists. Definitely. So the staunch feminists... They're seeking power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to destroy mm-hmm. men. Most of them are anti-men, don't mm-hmm. like men, don't want a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you have a situation where they're trying to pretty much edge the man out. So we really have to watch that. Mm-hmm. We don't go from the extreme left to the extreme right. right. We find that balance yep. and harmony in the middle. And see, when truth is distorted, that's what happens. So you have this situation where... Not only do men have to have a stronger understanding of the woman's role, like, for example, all these great men throughout history or whatever, they all came from the womb of a woman. Also, we pray for change. We pray for cures. We pray for great change. These changes come from the womb of a woman. So a woman is a very sacred being in the eyes of of the most high God. And we must treat her as such, right? 
But also on the other side, like I was saying, we don't want to go all the way to the other side where men begin to be neglected, right? So we see this situation where, you know, men by nature should be providers, protectors, and producers, right? That's something that man gives to his feminine principle and to his family so that we can move forward into our greatness. But also things that that man needs to receive, which no one really talks about much in this society, is he's going to need at least he needs respect and he needs appreciation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, you know, people look at men as just a paycheck. You know, like he's supposed to be non-emotional, like he's an ATM machine. You just punch in the amount of money you need or whatever and when you don't get it you could be pissed at him and yeah. say whatever you want to say and, and think that he's going to be good with oh he's a man he should shake it off you know what I'm saying so we, we just need to be careful as this shift is taking place that that masculine principle is still getting what it needs as well so that we can balance it out so it shouldn't just be like this great shift that we give all the power over there. He just backs out and he goes, sticks his head in the sand and, Mm -mm. you know, runs for the hill as he takes darts and all this other stuff at him, right? Yeah, we we need Mm -hmm. balance. And um, I agree, Russell. We, as, as there is a rise in the feminine energy, it is to rise in balance with the masculine energy. I can't say that enough. And... Um, I agree. The masculine will give protection. The masculine will provide. Uh, and also, you know, if he is definitely in his purpose, he will be walking in purpose as well. So again, those are things that that he gives to the, the feminine principle. What I also think that as feminine uh, principles, what we can give to our masculine is that the things that that you innately as a woman have that men don't have. And what I mean by that is you are tapped into God because you your womb is the creator of everything in the cosmos. You create everything. So you have a direct connection. So there's wisdom that you get and you give to your masculine principle. You give him foreknowledge. You give him um, just the, the intuition, the things that you know that he may not see that is that is coming towards him. And in that, guess what that man gets? He gets power. He gets power because that is the power. Like, I think I heard somewhere someone say that, you know, women, uh, men give women love and love get women give men power. But that power is coming down from the most high power. OK, because everything we do on Earth is supposed to resemble everything that is in the highest heavenly realm. So. That's the things that that we have to give. We cannot look at um, and I'm not saying that you ignore things, you know, like his occupation or anything like that, purpose and stuff like that. But we cannot solely look at how much money he's making, the car he's driving, the clothes he's wearing. I mean, that's the simplest trick of the darkness. I mean, because if that's all you're you're getting If that's all you're looking at, guess what? That's all you're going to get. 
and you will be um, you won't actually get put in a position that is rightfully yours as a as a divine feminine energy. And I want to make that clear, too, because there's divine energy and there's just feminine energy. So there, there is a difference there. So I agree. There's a lot of things that we could do as we come into balance with our masculine energies, our masculine counterparts to help them, because there is a lot of things uh, most women are right brain. That's when we are tapping into intuition, creativity, things beyond the veil, beyond the physical that we help to also pull and give to our masculine counterpart. And of course, respect too. So, and love. So, all right. Anything else you want to add, Russell? That's it. All right. So this has been another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, This has been talking about the Maya balance and relationships among the masculine and feminine principle. Uh, Please like, subscribe and share, guys, and we will catch you at the next episode. Peace.